Hello and thank you for tuning into Sideline Story, your destination for sports news, analysis and discussions. I am your host, Brandon Yates, and as always, I'm joined by my co-hosts, Fuyu and Yang Guang and Tian Yu. And today we will be talking about the Dakar Rally, and it's been said by many that it is one of the most dangerous and challenging races of the entire globe in any sporting category. So it should be very, very exciting to watch indeed. Um, Tianyu, I'll start with you. Are you excited about this year's Dakar Rally? Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, this year's Dakar Rally has kicked off in Saudi Arabia again. So the competitors will run a total of over 8,500 kilometers. And about 5,000 kilometers of special stage tracks have been the longest since 2014. And it will definitely... It is definitely an upgrade in difficulty and intensity compared to um, the last year's event. And particularly for the bike category, which I uh, focused on the most, and it has posed a huge challenge to the motorbikes and the cyclists. So we have already seen a series of accidents happening in this year's event. Uh, the previous year, bike runner Sam Sunderland fractured his shoulder in stage one, and also a number of other players have suffered a certain degree of accidents uh, in their uh, tournament. So it's fair to say it's one of the most demanding motorsports events on the planet. And uh, as always, it has brought together some of the world's best enduro competitors across different categories. And uh, uh, particularly when we watch the competitions in the bike category in previous years, we tend to focus on the players from, you know, Gas Gas, KTM, and Honda teams. And what has made this year's tournament even more exciting is that we have witnessed the, particip- uh, the participation of a Chinese motorcycle brand, Cove. So it, it was the first time for a Chinese cyclists to ride on Chinese motorbikes and uh, compete with other teams led by top global motorbike brands. So it's really thrilling to watch uh, for our Chinese fans. That's fantastic to hear. I think, you know, whenever there's a global sporting event on to have, you know, a representative from your home nation, whether it be, like you said, you know, motoring or, you know, uh, a bike brand or, you know, the nationality of the of the driver or the rider. It's always fantastic to have somebody to represent your home nation and just have that national pride. So that's very fantastic to see. And yes, it's definitely one of those events where a lot goes on for both you know positive and negative reasons but it always keeps the entertainment levels high but it also i think brings in the fans just because of how completely challenging it is just from a competitive perspective but also just from you know a danger and health perspective there's so many things to to be aware of so i think the dakar rally's always been one of those events that is definitely really interesting to watch for a variety of reasons and i think that this year is no different young Guang, from your perspective um excited about this year's dakar rally is it something that you're going to be watching and you know people in your vicinity will be watching as well uh yeah um absolutely um dakar rally has always been one of the most eye-catching sports events if not the most eye-catching one at the start of every year um, it fills the gap, writing the sports vacancies across the year uh, with thrilling races. And um, this year is no exception. We have some dramas already in the first um, few stages. Uh, defending motorcycle champion 
Sam Sunderland, as Tian Yu mentioned, crashed out in the opening stage. 2022 champion and this year's first stage winner Ricky Brabeck also crashed and had to withdraw.、Um, I guess this is what Dakar Rally means to the drivers and riders. You you never know what happens next.、Uh, who would go out today? This is also the charm of this event. But、um, I'm also glad to see how the top drivers came in form so soon and made the title contention. So intense in the early stage of the race in the cars category,、uh, defending champion Nasser Latia already established a clear lead, and he's won two stages already and kept consistent so far.、Uh, veteran Sebastian Loeb, Stefan Peter Hansel, and Carlos Sainz also performed extremely well、uh, with a couple of stages wins.、Um, it's it's a good sign that.、Um, Top drivers didn't encounter too much of slow starts.、Uh, they managed to overcome the starting stage adversities, and、uh, I expect them to go even stronger in the following stages. Yeah, I think that、um, it's always great to see the top competitors doing really well, and、um, you know, for any particular event, it's always exciting. Also, to see some underdogs, you know, causing a few surprises and. Yeah, the Dakar Rally, you know, across all of the categories, I think there's always a couple of surprises, and anything can happen. It's never kind of the same situation every year where you get, you know, expected results. There's just so many factors to be aware of, you know, for the viewers and for the competitors themselves. So it's always just something that's very entertaining to watch, and、um, you can never really predict exactly what's going to happen on any given day.、Um, for you. You know, one of the major determining factors for any Dakar Rally is, of course, the venue and the track,、um, which can create a variety of outcomes. But just from your perspective, what do you think about、um, the venue the, and the the track itself at this year's Dakar Rally? This year, what I like about the route is that seventy percent of the entire route is new, and、um, it's never been used in a Dakar before. So that levels the field to some extent and gives some of the newcomers、um, a bigger chance of challenging the established and seasoned drivers or. Uh, their fellow competitors in their category. the The race has visited four continents in its history, and all these venues in Africa, South America, the Middle East, and you could also say、um, Europe. Although some of the、uh, early stages in Europe, when the Dakar was still held in Africa, usually serve as warm up stages as they head head to the continent.、Um, All all of these venues have their distinct culture and characteristics, but one thing they have in common is the grueling environments that test the drivers'、uh, physical and mental strength. It put them to the ultimate test, and because none of them has raced on the better part of the route this year, there could be countless things that could surprise them or aid them. Um, as they challenge for the top spot,、uh, probably they'll run into a sand dune here or a boulder there, and that could all but spell the end of their race.、Um, I guess that's why not everyone is there. Not everyone at the Dakar is there to win it. Apart from the real veterans, most of the drivers are there to challenge themselves,、um, and I think. That is why the Dakar is attractive as the world's most dangerous and grueling motorsport, 
um, it's it's not only about skills and luck which are important in competitions, um, but to individual competitors, it's also more about determination and will about humans' desire to maybe not really conquer nature. Um, it's more about the individual's desire to survive under the most unlikely circumstances. Yeah, I think that's definitely a massive element what um, you know, attracts the competitors to the Dakar rally. I think, of course, you know, they want to take part in, you know, one of the most prestigious races on the global race calendar. But also, like you said, it's a massive challenge for them, uh, you know, for their skills, for their mental fortitude um, and for, you know, a variety of factors that, um, you know, dr uh, drivers and riders can really test themselves in. So I think um, that's why we also see just um, some of the cop top competitors in the world um, continuously coming to the Dakar rally and also just... Um, you know, competitors from that have achieved success in other, you know, sporting codes as well. We've seen Formula One drivers, um, you know, rally champions, a variety of drivers and riders that have that have you know uh, taken a shot at the Dakar Rally and have also had uh, varying levels of success. Um, so I think that also just proves how challenging the Dakar Rally can be. Yang Guang, any thoughts on uh, the the route this year? Um, yeah, people call this year's race um, one of the toughest one in Dakar Rally history. We, we hear these kinds of descriptions all the time every year. Uh, we never hear drivers or team principals say, well, this year's race is rather easy. We, we don't expect many difficulties. It never happens. Uh, but it seems like organizers would put a little bit more challenges for the participants every year. And I still remember years back, as Fu mentioned, Dakar Rally would start from Europe before going into the deserts in Africa. Uh, drivers would have rather comfortable routes in the first one or two days. But um, if you look at the arrangements of recent years, especially when the rally was moved to Saudi Arabia, participants would start straight from the dunes. Many races couldn't even finish day one. Uh, Sunderland and the Brabeck's early exits tell this. Um, it's truly, as people say, a game of survive first, succeed second. Uh, what I learned is that organizers have specifically arranged one stage, uh, actually a few stages, in the famously lifeless desert in Saudi Arabia, what the locals call empty quarter. Um, it's literally a sea of sand. According to NASA, who observed it from orbit, it's the world's largest sand sea, roughly the size of France. Organizers have put three out of 14 stages in it uh, this year, including the penultimate stage of the whole race. So if the front runners before that stage would think they are not far from a victory, they would be absolutely wrong because the real monster waits. Also, um, as Tian Yu said, the 2023 Darker Rally route is the longest since 2014, plus with almost 5,000 kilometers of special stages and a marathon stage in the empty quarter. I don't know, it deserves to be called the toughest of all time, but. Um, Organizers think it's right to put the bar high every year, as Starcar's event director said. If everybody finished the race, it wouldn't beat Starcar. That's definitely a quote to remember as the event progresses. I mean, it's just the outcomes are never to be expected. Anything can happen, and it's just such an incredible challenge. No matter your skill level, 
uh, skill level, no matter your level of experience. There's just so many factors to to be aware of as a you know as a viewer and as a competitor. And I think that this year will be no different. And yeah, this route in particular is very interesting, incredibly challenging. So I think that it's going to be an eye opener, that's for sure. And I think that um, nothing will be expected. I think it's it's going to be something that's going to be needed to be watched, you know, minute by minute, day by day. For you, uh, Tian, you already mentioned um, the the fact that uh, a Chinese brand bike and um, a Chinese competitor is taking part at this year's Dakar Rally. But are there any Chinese competitors in particular that you'll be keeping your your eye on at this year's Dakar Rally? And you know, just that uh, Chinese fans in particular should be watching as the event progresses. Um, yes. First, let me start with a little bit of the history of Chinese drivers' participation in the Dakar Rally. Um, it I remember it's in the early 2000s, 2003 or four, when the first Chinese driver Luo Ding took part in the race. Um, he, if I remember correctly, he didn't finish the whole course that year, but um, then group of Chinese competitors, including Lu Ningjun and Xu Lang, started to consistently compete in the rally. Um, and they finished with okay results. Um, but it was not until in recent years that Chinese competitors really achieved their historic breakthroughs. And um, Chinese driver Han Wei and his co-pilot Liao Min achieved uh, 10th place overall in the cars category, and that remains the best finish by a Chinese driver at the Dakar Rally to date. And this year, the the pair are hoping to improve on their success, and um, they're the best performing Chinese pair at the time of our recording, so I'm definitely keeping an eye out for them. And in the bikes category, I think Zhao Hongyi is the one to watch. He's the only Chinese rider to challenge the original by Moto category. And it's, I don't know if you can really say it's an individual category because they still compete under the bikes, but there are a group of riders that compete without any assistance. So they have um, also their own mechanics. And Zhao Hongyi finished seventh in the original category in 2019, and he is still the only Chinese driver to challenge that. And this year is his seventh Dakar, and I definitely believe his experience and passion will bring him good luck. Yeah, it's incredible to hear the level of um, Chinese success and um, just also, you know, uh, the history that they've had with the Dakar Rally. I think it's fantastic to hear that there is a a long and uh, interesting and successful history for Chinese competitors um, at the Dakar Rally. And hopefully, yeah, there's uh, quite a few competitors to keep our eyes on for, um, you know, for China at this year's Dakar Rally. And hopefully they can achieve even, uh, you know, greater levels of success. Um, so that should be very, very interesting to to watch indeed. Uh, yes. Tianyu, any and, uh, thoughts on Chinese competitors that will be at this year's Dakar Rally? Yeah, so uh, in the in the motorbike category, uh, you know, we, we have the team, the, the Chinese band Cove. So in the team, we can see Fang Mingji, Deng Liansong, and Sunir. Fang is an amateur motorcyclist and also a policeman. He started to play motorcycles 
motorcycles to crack down on highway robbery. He is already in his forties now, and he used to win the China Around Taklimakan International Rally four times. I actually watched the video released by the official account of Cove, and found out that、uh, in stage four、uh, in, in the tournament, his teammate、uh, Sunir had an accident and broke his front wheel during the match. And Fang came to help by exchanging his wheel with Su, as he has、uh, got better results. And after that, it took Fang over five hours to wait for rescue trucks. And finally returned to the team camp safely. So after seeing the video, I was really moved by what he did. And about his teammates, the two young players, Sunir has attained the best result for Chinese players in this year's event so far in stage five by ranking the 36th place. And Deng Liansong also achieved good results by ranking 48th place in both stage four and stage five. And apart from the team Cove. There are also three Chinese motorcyclists competing in Dakar 2023. They are Zhang Ming, Zhao Hongyi, and、uh, Jacquard. They have all participated in this event last year. So just like、uh, Fu Yu said,、uh, Zhao Hongyi was a veteran, a veteran player. I've seen, I've actually、uh, watched some video blogs made by Zhao Hongyi re-、uh, released by his social media account. They are pretty intriguing. He recorded what was happening around him during his time in Dakar 2023. He presented how to load the roadbook on his motorcycle, how players are keeping themselves warm during the competition, and and some clips of his match through a first-person perspective. So、uh, they're pretty interesting. I suggest you w-、uh, go and watch it. So in the car category, there are also six Chinese players participating in this year's event. And I sincerely hope all of the Chinese players can complete the rally safely. You know, it's so interesting to hear、um, the different backstories and、um, experience levels that、um, you know the Chinese、uh, competitors that you mentioned have, and I think that there's going to be a variety of stories like that across all nations、um, at this year's Dakar Rally. You know, where you just have competitors with. Different pasts with、um, you know interesting stories to tell,、um, varying levels of experience and success, and I think that all adds to the entertainment factor of this、uh, you know the Dakar Rally. If you are interested in what the competitors did before they became a driver or before they、uh, participated in the Dakar, Zhao Hongyi was. Previously, a director, which、Whoa. is pretty far from what he is doing now. And、um, what I read online is that he realized around the time that Beijing hosted the Summer Olympic Games in 2008 that he couldn't really part ways with his passion. So he started to race again. And as Tianyu said, one of the major Rally competitions in China in the desert. He started with that and then made his way to the Dakar. And、um, also, what I wanted to say earlier is that for people who are keeping an eye out for Chinese riders or drivers, they don't have to worry too much if they have a slow start. That that's usually the way it is for Chinese competitors. From what I've observed, they have a slow start, but what they all have in common is consistency. They will later steadily climb up the rankings. So let's all hope for better results for all of them.
Absolutely, yeah. I think, um, you know, safety is definitely the number one priority. And yeah, hopefully we can see the success of Chinese competitors and um, everyone, you know, stays safe. But we also know that there are a variety of categories, um, you know, just for competitors to take part in and also for for fans to enjoy. Um, Yang Guang, which category do you think is the most exciting and why do you think that is in your opinion? Uh, well, for me, it has to be the bike category. Um Unlike competing in the car category or truck, uh, where drivers have companies, bikers are totally on their own. They are all mavericks, and uh, their safety throughout the race is always at risk. They have to concentrate every second. Any little errors on such a complex terrain may trigger accidents and even tragedies. To a certain degree, this is... I would call an extreme sport to bike in the dark car. Um, I just admire the these competitors' mindset to keep running despite unknown challenges ahead. It's marvelous. Um, also, the dramatic proceedings of the race is also what makes it exciting to watch. You you never know who would bow out the next second. Yeah, I think um, you know, like we've already said. The, uh one of the, the best factors of the Dakar rally is that just anything can happen. I think it's just because of the, the, the challenges and the, the variety of factors that creates, you know, certain results. It's just, it's something that can't be predicted or kind of figured out before anything goes on. And that can happen on a daily basis. So I think that's definitely something that, that keeps bringing people back. And, you know, whether that be the viewers or the actual competitors themselves. Um, for you, uh, in terms of uh, looking across the categories, any uh, particular favorites in your opinion? Um, the cars and bikes usually receive the most attention. And I agree that they are very exciting to watch, especially with the legends such as Stefan Peter Hansel, Carlos Sainz, and Sebastian Loeb attending. And speaking of Loeb, he is an absolute legend in rally races, but still a newcomer in the Dakar compared with um, his compatriot Peter Hansel and um, other other drivers like Sainz and Nasser al He started very strong when he first started to compete in the Dakar winning the opening stages and leading the overall rankings. But usually as the race heads deeper into the desert, a lack of experience would caught up, uh, catch up with him and he would show clear vulnerabilities. In previous years, he's come very close. He finished second in 2017 and also in other editions, he suffered mechanical failures paid for his other mistakes and as people say here in china he's paid his tuition and learned all about the menace of the dakar so i really hope that this year he will finally be able to win the cars category and in terms of the competitions visually i think the trucks are very interesting to watch it's fascinating to watch the trucks navigate the deserts because they're so big they are not as flexible so that requires a lot more maneuvering to make sure they don't flip or slip and a truck is already hard to drive on paved roads imagine what it's like having to compete with such a beast at the dakar 
um, and the the trucks are not getting the attention they deserve, at least not here in China, because no Chinese driver has competed in that category. So I really hope that someone will fill that void. Um, so more people will discover the charm of the trucks category like I do. Yeah, and I think that's one of the, well, a couple of the factors that you mentioned there that bring viewers to the event itself is, of course, um, just some of the legends and, you know, names that we all recognize that compete and, you know, everybody wants them to do as well as the um, the competitors that, you know, always been consistent throughout uh, previous Dakar rallies and, you know, some newcomers as well. But yeah, just um, the variety of categories. I think, you know, the tr- I agree, the trucks are so... Um, unique and interesting to watch it's just incredible seeing them on on that kind of uh terrain it's um but of course you know seeing the cars and bikes and you know other categories is also just really really incredible to watch because we just have to hope that everybody stays safe that we are uh, and hopefully everybody finishes and um yeah hopefully we can also keep the entertainment levels high as we've seen in previous years but that is all we have time for on this week's episode of sideline story thank you so much for joining us and of course we will be back next week with our latest topic and we'll see you then.